The autumn wind is a pirate. Well, Raider Nation, we didn't pull one out here, but we're going to have to pull something out because if we don't, we're in big, big trouble. This is Raider Greg from the Raider Nation podcast. You're listening to show 285. Raider Nation, boy. Well, we're one and three. What can I tell you? I didn't think it'd be this way, but that's the way it is. And so it goes on. Let me just say this. Randy has been working his ass off trying to get these videos up. He's doing a great job. He's got every video we've made so far this season up. So check it out. Just check out YouTube. They're on there. They're funny. It is the Raider Nation in living color HD. Check it out. Well, Ritter Nation, on today's show, we will have Texans roll the Raiders. Hey, man, I got to call it like I see it. And they rolled some serious wheels on us. We're going to hit on that for show on our new defense. Yeah. Well, it's Raider week in San Diego. I don't know what that means. Maybe add some more tanning oil. I don't get it. Who knows? I think there's only about five guys that are really paying attention anyway. It's funny. Their fan base is funny. We have a little clip from their show. I'll tell you what, these Charger fans, <laughs> all I can say is this, really white. And, of course, we'll hit the bone line. You guys call it like you see it. I love it, man. Bring the facts to us. i tell you what, Al Davis should listen to this part of the show because the Raider Nation, I'm telling you, man, they know what is happening. It's been proven. It's a fact. The Raider Nation. Knows their shit, and that's all I gotta say. Let's get into our show. The Texans roll like a river right on over the Raiders. What happened to a freaking run defense, man? Hey, Andre Jones, Matt Schaub, we gotta win. That's your job. The Texans Nation back again. First and foremost, I'm going to say a huge thank you to Raider Maniac and Mrs. Raider Maniac for coming to this game, man. I was hoping to put a victory up for you guys. You are awesome. You are great fans. It was nice to see you there. I know you love the games, but we love having you be at the games. And thank you so much for, well, your contribution to the Raider Nation podcast. Got to tell everybody thank you so very much for that as well. The tailgate, again, was off the hook. You got to be there. Get your ass in the seat. No matter what we're doing, the tailgate is off the freaking hook. So all those niceties out of the way, all those pleasantries down the road, let's get to this fucked up game because I can't believe that we lost again to these steers. Well, let's get right into it, because I'll tell you right now, when I found out Andre Johnson was not going to be playing this game, I was ecstatic. I was really happy. I thought we really had a good chance. And then when Arian Foster was not going to be in the game, I thought, well, come on, man. We're going to have a great game. And this is later on, just as we're walking in, I'm finding out about this Arian Foster thing. I'm thinking, oh, man, we're going to have a hell of a game. 
Our defense is going to be dominant. That's some bullshit. Because that's the last fucking thing that I saw on the football field. What happened? The boys from East Texas kicked our ass. And I don't mean like it was a whooping like 38-14 or or 40-3 or any of that. But I will say this. Matt Schaub threw for 192 yards, two touchdowns, and zero picks. Where was the frickin' pressure in this game? Where was the front four? You know where they were? They were on their ass. Derek Ward, who the hell knows who he was, filled in for Foster and racked up 80 yards, man. Before Foster decided to stretch a little bit, come into the game and pop off 131 more. Revamped defense of the Oakland Raiders was shredded like the ultimate paper shredder. And I'll tell you right now, it doesn't sound very good. Well, it didn't look very good either. Things were terrible for the defense. Not only did we get torched on the run, but we got also torched on the pass. The good thing about this game, I can say right now, is we had two penalties. Thank God, because if we went through another 100-yard-plus penalty game, along with this other freaking buffoonery, I just don't know what the hell to say. I mean, I really don't know what to say right now about this game. Their two best players are out, and we can't put up a performance? What's going on in Oakland? I will say this about this team. This team has some guts. It has fight-back guts. It has never-quit guts. And that's something that's at least refreshing to this Raider fan. We crawled up within one touchdown of tying the game, and it looked like the game was out of hand, and we, we, we we were going. I hate the fact that we're stuck that way, but at least we have the opportunity to win a game. I mean, it shows our offense can move the ball with the exception of four sacks with two fumbles that were given away. The turnovers, the lack of execution, the poor mental decisions. I mean, it just continues to go on and on. And I just don't understand why we can't get this rectified. This is a coaching issue. It's early in the season. We can change this. We can change it this next freaking game. Our team is that good. Our guys are that good. They're that smart. We need to take control. Now, I feel like the kid at the dam that's putting his fingers in the holes because we have the penalty hole. There goes the finger. Oh, we got we got the blocking hole. Oh, we put the finger in that one. Oh, we got the run blocking hole. Bink. You know, we got the pass blocking hole. Hopefully, we have enough fingers to fill all the fucking holes in the dam that are leaking. It's early. I just have to remind myself and you that it's early in the season. We have time, but not a whole freaking lot. We don't want to wait till the last minute when there's no chance of making it to a wild card berth or something like that. That's what I said. I said wild card, and I mean it. I'm going to put it right where it's supposed to be. It's right on the head of Tom Cable. I'm not saying I'm calling for his head, and I'm not saying we need a new coach tomorrow. I'm saying that this coach and his freaking staff 
better work their assholes off. That includes Marshall as well to make sure we win this next fucking game. Because I'm going to tell you, if it's so obvious to me and other fans that coaching is the issue here, well, I'll tell you this. We're going to get new coaching because it seems to be the only thing that seems to change around here. And honestly, I don't want it to happen. And I'm getting a little off track here, but come on, man. I want to leave here on a positive note here. Look, we got 24 points in this game. That's the most we've scored in a very long time. We scored some of those points in the rough, rough times of the, the game when, when things depended on it. We had some go-to plays and some go-to guys. We had some good things happen. We had some rhythm. We had some, you know, it was there's some momentum there. There's some things that are happening, but it's not quite there yet. It's like it's not quite done yet. But I'll tell you this for sure, and this is no bullshit, that other teams in the AFC West are watching us going, okay, man, it could happen any second. Let's hope it doesn't happen to us. (laughs) And that's for sure. I got to leave it there, man, because they're afraid because we could turn it on one game and freak everybody out. And that is all I have to say about that. The autumn wind is a pirate. Well, Raider Nation, it's time for the pregame for the boltless, nutless, chargeless chargers. <laughs> now, these guys need a week of frothing at the mouth to get ready for the Raider game. It's funny. It's funny for a team that can't sell out a playoff game. It's funny for a team that has fanfare fans. And you know what I mean about that. It is funny coming from a Chargers fan getting worked up all week to do what? You're going to come to the Coliseum? You're going to show your colors? You're going to show your face in Oakland? I don't think so. It's Raider Week in San Diego, and I really don't give a rat's ass, and neither should you. Here we go. This is the pregame. Well, this Sunday on the 10th, we face the San Diego Chargers. Not a team we should take lightly that we never have taken lightly, actually. Last year, we almost beat them twice with Jakarkas Russell at the helm. And it was actually our first glimpse at Richard Seymour as a defensive lineman. You know, the Oakland Raiders have come a long way this season. I know it doesn't show it in the record, but the team has grown quite a bit. It's matured. And if there was ever a chance for this team to redeem itself in the eyes of the fans... It would be in this game. Now, I admit we have to play our best game. But what's wrong with that? You don't think we can? I know we can. We've done it in the past. We beat the Eagles. We, eat the, we beat the Cincinnati Bengals. We beat teams we weren't supposed to beat. It's time for us to beat these mofos in our own house. Raider Nation, I know it's hard to pick up some money and throw it down on tickets. I know it's hard to sit in the seats. Listen to me, brother. I've been doing it for a long time. And I understand watching a bad product is not a good thing, but these guys are going to turn it around. And this game is our season. 
I'm going to say it right now. This game is our season. If we come out flat, flat-footed on defense, offense, or special teams, we're going to look just like that. Now, I think this team has a lot more in it than any other team I've seen in the past seven years. It's got more character. It's got more fight for sure. And especially when you're behind in points, we can't let that happen in this game. We cannot let the Chargers roll up a bunch of points on us and then try to catch up the rest of the game. Doesn't work for the Raiders. We need to put a stop on these mofos right away. Darren McFadden is very questionable for this game. We all saw him leap off the field last game. It's not looking good. But we have Michael Bush. I have all the faith in the world in Bush. He's done it before. He can do it again. That's one of the things we could do on the Chargers. We can run. And we shouldn't give up on the freaking run and go to 60 passes. The odds are not for us. The odds are against us. Once again, what a fucking surprise that is. But I'll say this. You never know with these Raiders, and I'm hoping this weekend, I'm betting this weekend, they stand up real proud and real loud. We put seven of their players off the off the roster the last time we played these guys at home when it was our opening game. They don't think we have anything left. I think this team has a lot left. I hope we see it on Sunday. There's not a lot of you know, fanfare, I can say. We got to protect our quarterback. We got to keep the penalties down. We have to play smart football and not have any turnovers. Genius, huh? I know. Well, I had the opportunity just this Tuesday to be on a show called Bolt Talk. Now, this guy, Charger Ray, many years ago when he started his podcast, I started giving him a hard time. And I mean, Raider stop. <laughs> I got harsh on him. He's a real nice guy, but I had to give it to him, and that's the way it was, and that's the way it is. Charger Ray is a good guy. He's a fellow podcaster, and he supports his team, man. I'm all for that because if it wasn't for opposing fans, we'd have no NFL. I am all for the rivalry here. I am all for the banter. So let's go on. I I called in on their show, and it was a live broadcast, and we kind of bantered things around. I didn't want to come off too harsh. Juan Jorge came in and represented big time because these guys are pulling the company line. The 13 straight games they've won, blah, blah, blah. But let me just say this. And they don't want to hear about Raider history because they don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about Charger history. As a matter of fact, the San Diego Charger fan doesn't want to hear about anybody else's history that hasn't made it to the Super Bowl. Well, I got a couple things to say to you guys about that. If you're listening, Mr. Charger fan, check this. Does it help or does it hurt that Drew Brees went from your losing franchise not being able to finish a playoff game to another losing franchise that went to the Super Bowl and won? That's got to be painful. I mean, big time. That shows you something about your ownership and your management. Don't talk about Al Davis. You have no room. And the fact that you don't want to listen to the Raider history is even funnier. You would love nothing more than to gloat about your Super Bowl trophy. But yet again, you can't (laughs) because you don't got any. So, you know, I hate to beat a dead horse or a dead bolt. But man, you got to get together, brothers. Without further ado, this is Charger Lauren and Charger Ray 
The guys run the bull talk, and they're talking. Charger fans across the world wide web, welcome to the Full Talk Podcast, show number 191. It's the uh, first Tuesday in October, October 5th, 2010. Glad you guys are with us again on our Tuesday special show. Lauren, Ray, back again. Hey, how's it, how you doing this week, Ray? I'm, well, it's only the beginning of the week, but uh, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. We just came off that big win, and uh, all of a sudden now it's Raider week. This is uh, going to be a one hell of a road trip for the Chargers, you know. They're going to have to try to... You know, get this streak up to two in a row, and it's going to be a challenge going up to uh, the Bay Area there, Lauren. You know, against a team that we've beaten, what, 13 times in a row now? But always seems to present a little bit of a problem when we go to Oakland. And then next week, we'll actually have to face a rather resurgent uh, Rams team that we kind of all put as a uh, as a win automatically. So we've got lesser competition still for the next two weeks. It isn't until New England and Tennessee will start getting our first real test. That's in a month. But you've got to be, you got to take care of business right in front of you. That's what I think you're partially mentioning because we've lost two games already against teams. We should have just, we should have run up the score against them as well. We, but we haven't. Exactly. Seven and one on the road last year, Lauren, Oh, and two so far this year. So again, we're on the road. Now we're going to be getting a call here in a couple of minutes, uh, from, uh, from the Raider Nation. So we're going to kind of chime in on, uh, and find out what's what's going on with their team. Uh, I'm sure they'll bring in <laughs> the trash talk a little bit here, but uh, it's Raider Week, so what do you expect? Uh, we do have a call right now. You're on the air with Rain Lauren. Who's this? This is Al Davis. <laughs> uh, it's Al, you sound a little bit more cheerful today than I'm impatient. The greatness of the Raiders, Raider greatness, Raider dominance. We tried a 76-yard field goal in uh, 2008 against the Chargers. Didn't work. I fired Kiffin. He's a liar. Martinson lied about him on ESPN. The Chargers are liars. Your show is a lie. I detect a what bit do you of think for that? I detect a bit of a German accent in that one. I it's think, a uh, Brooklyn accent. No, I it's a Brooklyn, you anti-Semite. Look, hey man, my family's from New York. Don't even, you know, if you're going to pull off the New York accent, you New York, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, not New York. All right, sorry, well, let's let's get your take on this uh, game. We're going to be getting okay. So you guys, my my Bullpock brothers from other mothers, this uh, Raider Greg, where is he? He's supposed to call at the bottom of the hour. He chickened out. No, he, he made, can't he handle the heat. You want <laughs> the truth, Greg? Show. Hold on, guys. You want the truth, Greg? You can't handle the truth. The truth is 419 weeks of Charger dominance. That's how long it's been since the crap-ass Raiders have beaten our team. 419 weeks. Oh, hey, hey, Think about got, that. That's a it. long damn time, isn't it, guys? Here, actually, I was gonna do this a little later. I got a little. This is from our uh, friend uh, over at Bolts from the Blue. A list of the uh, and I was reading this to Ray before the show. A list of the uh, the starters we had on that last time where we uh, lost to the Raiders. Him, Zeke Moreno, Sammy Davis, Kwame Lasseter, Adrian Dingle, Kelvin Garman, Justin Peel, David Boston, Marcellus Wiley. The top receivers were Ladanian Tomlinson, Justin Peel, Drew Brees, and something called a Dondre Gilliam. 
which I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, well. And by the way, in that game that we did lose, we had a 14-point lead with about two and a half minutes to go. And the only reason we lost that game is that Schottenheimer on a first and 10 from our own 40. All we had to do was hand the ball off to LT, who had 187 yards at that point. He ran a double reverse that lost 20 yards. He did. He and did. I think we've got someone else on the Do we have someone else on yes, the line? We have, now, another, we have another call on the line here. Hello? So, uh, uh, who's this? Yeah, this is a terrible radio show. Let me tell you something about the Raiders here. The Raiders have more AFC West division titles than the Chargers do. How many uh, Super Bowls do you guys have? If you know your, your, your history, if you guys know your history, how many times have the Raiders beat the Chargers in a row? Pretty sure it was about 20. You guys love to talk about your guys' streak. You guys, uh, what do you guys got to show for it? <laughs> Cobwebs in the trophy case. That's it. You guys don't have a damn thing, yet you guys love to talk. How come you guys don't show up to Oakland? You go to San Diego for the Raiders game? It's 60% Raiders fans. Uh, dude, How come you don't show up? Uh, that's been a long time. You 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 love to talk smack over the radio? Do it in person. You guys are weak. Your team is a joke. Oh my god! I can't wait for this Sunday because this is the week you guys go down. I'm out late. All right, there you go, my uh, my okay, yeah, Raider yeah, fan you're there. Out. Dead, <laughs> dead. Okay. Doa. Hey, hey, get on me. arrival, baby. Hey. Hey. It'll be 14 in a row. <laughs> All right, Abe. All right. Thanks for calling in, Abe. We're going to continue. That, that, wasn't, that wasn't Greg. That was, someone, that was some other hacker. Yeah. That was some other bimbo from up in uh, All right. the East hey. Bay. Hey. Thanks a lot, Abe. Hey. Dave, thanks for calling, man. <laughs> okay, guys. Take care. Take Bye. care. All right, we got we got to take some control here and uh, yeah, time, time to clear everything out. I think that might have been the first time we've actually had a Raider heckler call the show, which was which is great. This is Raider Week, you know. This is exactly why um, you know we we kind of make fun of Raider fans here, Lauren, because you know all the stuff he pulls out, you know, are, are stuff that really yeah, it happened. Uh, so did dinosaurs, you know, they existed at some point in this in this earth, you know. All that stuff, you know, is irrelevant today, you know. And and if he's been here in San Diego, you know, over the last couple of years, he would know that, you know, Charger games against Raiders, you know, games are ninety nine percent Charger fans nowadays. Not not as many Raider fans out there. So I think Raider Greg's coming on the phone right now, and uh, you know, it's it's great. We we had one of his guys uh, call in initially, so here we go. Uh, This is Ray and uh, Lauren on Bull Talk. Who's this? This is Raider Greg. Raider Greg, welcome to we the just show. Had, uh, one of, we just had one of your compatriots come in and uh, scream at us for about ten for about twenty seconds. <laughs> well, I'm not going to scream at you. I just got what? back from a fire alarm. I'm at work right now, so I had to take off. So I could have to leave if there's another call, but I hope not. Yeah, just so you guys know, uh, Raider Greg is uh, one of our um, one of the firefighters up there, right in Oakland. That's correct. I'm a birthday fireman. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, welcome to the show. Dad calling me Turk Greg. Gosh, he's a Cal Bear guy, too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, one one of these days, we're just going to put you two on the air for like two minutes or something, just let you two scream at each other for a little bit. That'd be kind of (laughs) fun. I'm not going to scream. I just think it's a great rivalry, and I can't wait for Sunday. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be great. I think both teams at this point in the season, these are must wins. I I mean, I, I hate to say it. But nobody wants to start off two and three, and in your case, nobody wants to be one and four. So, 
Um, I mean, Greg, your team has been struggling over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, coming into the season, some of us Charger fans have pegged you guys as the number two team in the AFC. Um, how are you feeling right now about them? Well, you know, before the season started, I said the Chiefs would be the top of the heap, believe it or not, mm-hmm. because I know the coaching change was a huge thing, and I, I thought it would produce, and it sure did. And um, as far as the divisional games, I just think that uh, we have a long history of entrenched hate as far as um, as far as our teams go. And I, I, don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I think it's a great rivalry, and I think that's... <laughs> It really sets itself apart from other teams, like uh, when you play anybody else. Uh, yeah, we always play you guys hard. You guys always play us hard. But um, even last year with Jamarcus Russell, it was a tough two wins for you guys. It was it was pretty uh, pretty tough. Yeah, and seriously. Play that hard this year. Yeah, it's never easy against you guys. Now it's not like we're blowing you guys out. You know, I mean, it's it's happened. You know, in, in the last five years, but. You know, you guys, you know, losing 13 in a row to us now, I'm sure you guys really get amped up for this game. I mean, nobody wants to keep losing to one team over and over again. Um, for you, Greg, I mean, because I, I hear from a lot of Raider fans that, you know, the Chargers aren't even our number one rivals in the AFC. You know, it's the Chiefs or the, even the Broncos. I mean, but, you know, losing to a team as many times as you guys have in a row now, I mean, what's the overall feel of, of a Raider fan towards the Chargers at this point? Well, you're talking about history now. Let's not forget that the Raiders have an 18-game winning streak against the San Diego Chargers, and that was a long time ago. But it is a, is a, it was a winning streak, and it was a, a quite a big one. And there's a lot of history, and I don't want to go too much into it because, you know, we could banter back and forth all day. Yes. But here's the here's the fact: we're a better team. You're coming to our house. And um, I think our team has a lot to prove. I don't think the 13 losses is really so much as it is a division rivalry. I think that really brings up a lot more juice. Yeah. Hey, I, speaking speaking to a Raider fan, a guy's plugged in like that. I gotta ask. Okay, Jason Campbell comes in. I heard a lot of Raider fans, you know, talking that this would be the rebirth of Jim Plunkett. And three games in, he gets benched, and Bruce Gradkowski comes in. What's what in the world is going on there with you guys and your quarterbacks? Oh, well, thank God we got rid of that turkey we had last couple of seasons. I sh- well, horrible. I, I, I kind of wanted him to stick around just a little bit. He was a great, uh, he was a great punching bag. I know you guys love him. It. it was great. <laughs> and thank you for taking Norv, by the way. Do you guys still have those Bring Back Marty signs around town? Uh, I'm sure they're still there. <laughs> a couple of them. <laughs> Even today. Uh, listen, I'll tell you this. The Raiders are going to be ready to play on Sunday. We don't have a Charger week. We don't have a Bronco week. We don't have a Chiefs week. Mm-hmm. We just have a day. And that day is the day we come to play. And um, I think it's pretty funny that even the Broncos have a Raider week and the Chiefs have a Raider week. We, we don't have that. I don't understand that. Well, I mean, well, part of it is because we... And speaking as someone who's not in Oakland, we got to get all the, uh, the the Raider fans. Some come from South Central L.A., some come from uh, from the Bay Area in Oakland. But they all kind of come down here, and whenever they come down here, it usually causes problems unless you're a bail bondsman or a lawyer. And since I'm a lawyer, <laughs> and since I am a lawyer, it is kind of a fun time nowadays. I can just hand out my card everywhere I go. 
Well, hey, Raider yeah, fans, here you go. You'll need, uh, you'll need to... the Raider Nation because that's where you can have a neurosurgeon next to a gangbanger, and they're both high-fiving each other all game long. That's right. I love the Raider Nation. They're the working man's team. Great fan base. I love it. And oh. in, the, in the black hole at the Coliseum, uh, you just got to love it, man, because if you're not wearing silver and, silver and black, you might be wearing a beer. That's right. And, I know and, you're going to be wearing a beer. <laughs> I had experience with that. So, Greg, uh, you know, you, you, well, you, you and me both, we, we've been podcasting for quite a while now before people even knew what podcasting really was. <laughs> I mean, how's it going for you in the podcasting world? I mean, are you still loving it? Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm having a great time. We've been all over the country. We've been to Tennessee, been to Miami, been to New Orleans. We travel one game a year. We have a good time. We have a great fan base. We have a video cast we do. Our fans just keep playing along. Of course, we haven't got the the best season, but we have the greatest fans. And I'll tell you what, if we were ever close to a playoff game, we certainly wouldn't have to beg fans to buy tickets. And that's kind of surprising to me as a football fan, is when I see that you guys have playoffs, but you can't sell out the playoff game. Tell me what's up with that. Oh, well, man. Play, playoff games, I don't recall we had problems with the playoff games. San Diego Union Tribune. January 4th, 2008. Update. Blackout lifted. The team announced today that enough tickets had been sold to lift the local blackout for Sunday's AFC wildcard playoff game between the Chargers and Tennessee Titans. The National Football League granted the Chargers a 24-hour extension to reach a Qualcomm Stadium sellout after the team failed to make yesterday's initial deadline. The last NFL playoff blackout was in January 2002. Some speculated that fans are still stinging from the Chargers' disappointing postseason loss last year at home against the New England Patriots, the third consecutive playoff defeat dating to 1995. Chargers season ticket holders and ticket brokers flooded the resale market with tickets for the first round game against the Tennessee Titans. Some sellers have dropped asking prices more than 50% below the face values of $100 to $135. The sluggish demand reinforces Southern California's reputation for fair weather fans. Chargers fans can relax, the game will be televised live on KFMB Channel 8 at 1.30pm. These last couple of games, come on, economy, you know it's the same thing going on in Oakland. Because I recall you guys had uh, the Chiefs sell out every game, the Titans sell out every game. Hell, there's you guys, you guys don't, man. You got thirty-two thousand, dude. You got you had thirty-two thousand people at your last game, man. Come on. Absolutely, absolutely, and you're absolutely right. We haven't had a lot of wins. It's been seven years of losses for us. Can you tell me what your excuse is? Well, it's been since what? It was, it was the last time we didn't sell. I was two thousand four. So we've been doing all right here, Greg. It's just you know this season alone, I think people are just broke <laughs> honestly i, I and, and it doesn't help it doesn't help that you lose to the chiefs in week one let me just tell you this in san diego because i live down there i love that city it's a beautiful city i love san diego it's a great city there's so much to do there's so many other things to do besides go to the football game uh, that's probably the number one problem you guys have is selling because there's so much to do and it's a beautiful city um oakland is not a beautiful city i'd be the first one to say it but it's our city, and we love it. And it is what it is, and that's where the Raider Nation comes from. And I'll tell you right now, 
We love yeah. it. <laughs> right on, Greg. Hey, quickly, uh, predictions for this weekend, man. I know it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be beating each other up. So what do you think? You know, it's a tough. It's going to be a tough game. There's going to be there's injuries on both sides. You guys have some linebackers out. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? That's you got correct. Some injuries there. You got yeah, kicker. Is that- hey, I I don't want to mention anything, but Ray's scheduled to be the next long snapper in case we lose someone. <laughs> so <laughs> I might have to fly solo in a couple you of weeks. Know, those those things, special teams. We've had trouble as well with the special teams, but you know. The thing about these games is you can always depend on blood being left on the field. We played you guys last year. I think we had uh, six or seven of, of your guys that went out with an injury. Our guys were beaten up. That just means these teams play really hard. It's going to be an awesome game. I love the game. I can't wait to be there on Sunday. I'd love for you guys to come up sometime. Uh, I've been to San Diego. I'll go there again. So uh, you gotta, you got to come back. And you got to come and stay with me. I promise nothing will happen to you. <laughs> right on, man. You know we're going to take you up on that, dude. I, I, we, you know, personally, we, Lauren and I haven't made any road trips yet. We're on a you know zero budget here and stuff, but uh, you know we'll we'll make it happen sometime. Well, you're more than welcome to come up. We have a great show. We got a great tailgate. Uh, actually, it won best tailgate in the country last year. No, the year before last. Uh, we do put on a great show. It's a great thing. Uh, and like I said, man, it's all open to you guys. Uh, it's not like we're going to, you know, make something bad happen to you. You're podcasters. Uh, we're, we're in our own little area here. We have our own little media uh, knots that we've taken out. You guys are doing a great job in podcasting. I love the fact that you're out there doing it. I love the fact that I can call you and you can get up on my show and we can rant and rave. And we'll just see, man, because it's a great rivalry. It's going to be a hell of a game. And that's right. Well, this is one of two, so uh, we'll definitely be talking to you again uh, later on this season, Greg. So Take thanks. care of yourself, okay, man. Well, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. You guys be safe, and don't forget, Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Greg. Take care, man. All right, guys. Take that care. was Raider Greg from the Raider Nation podcast. Um, I think it's been like four, five, six years, and uh, it's the first time we've actually uh, had a chance to talk to each other live on the air. So uh, had a lot of... Uh, banter going back and forth there in the early years but uh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah you're not going to get too many uh charger fans to say anything positive but at least a few of the raider fans are good guys he sounds like you know you told me about him before he sounds like a good guy but yeah he just suffers from the uh the same delusions that seem to go throughout oakland so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to treat his condition shortly and he'll live a full normal and healthy life he brought up a, a great fact there that at, at one point we were biting at beating them after losing 18 in a row to them way back when, and so they were going to feel the same way. They're going to come out with their they're, they're going to try to come out with their A game, Lauren, um, and the Chargers. I don't know. I just want to see a lot more of what we saw this past weekend. Uh, here's hoping for that one. I mean, the only problem has been that we we do we're dominating at home and we you know lay an egg on the road. You got to stop that here and now, and you got to stop that at Oakland. And the, the big difference, I think, in this case is this: that the uh, that the Charger team we're going to see now is. Uh, more physical, stronger, and more focused than last year when we went into the black hole. We were, you know, oh, we're going to beat them. No big deal. We were a, a little bit softer of a team, and we just got steamrolled. Exactly. It's kind of similar to what we what happened when we went to KC. You know, it was the first game of the season. Uh, we came in there healthy, relatively healthy. Now we're coming in there a little bit more uh, worn out, you know, a little bit more battle-tested. People are hurt. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to uh, get, get the uh, youngsters step up. 
Well, I think laying an egg says it all. I hope you lay a big fucking egg at the Coliseum. <laughs> That'd be great to see. Nice to know you're having trouble on away games. This will be no exception, my friend. And as far as 18 winning games in a row, I'm not going to banter about these winning streaks things because it really only gets to one point, doesn't it? The point you don't want to talk about? Well, I won't yet. I'll save it to the end of the show. <laughs> but you had other things to say. This is a talented Raiders team, but unlike last year, they're not coming fired up and you know thinking that they can just come out of the gate and beat us. They're not going to be playing against a weaker, more finesse team like last time, and they're going to be facing a team that's firing on, that's coming off one hell of an ass kicking, and are ready to play it all on all cylinders. Well, I really don't give a shit how many cylinders you're cracking on, but I'll tell you this: the Raiders are not messing with this game. This is our first divisional game, unlike you guys who got blown out by our rivals, the Kansas City Chiefs, or the condiments, as I like to call them, of course, mustard yellow, ketchup bread, and mayonnaise. (laughs) I love it. And you guys choked in that game in the rain. It was beautiful. I can't wait for you to do it again in Oakland. It'll be interesting to see how many Charger fans really show up. That's going to be the funny thing. Looking at the Raiders right now, they thought they were a much more improved defense, but as of late, they've just, they haven't been very good. They're averaging about 305.8 yards allowed per game. By comparison, we're about 70 yards less and number one in the league. They've been run over, around, and across by two really good runners, namely Chris Johnson of the Titans and Arian Foster of the, the Texans. Off, you know, passing wise, this is a team that barely, barely lost to, uh, to Arizona. And uh, with beyond that, I mean, it's just none of their none of their players are really becoming major factors now. I mean, Gradkowski gives them a better chance of uh, of being an effective quarterback, but he's throwing to not very good wide receivers. Their tight end is a good one, Zach Miller. Though you got to watch out for him. Their offensive line's atrocious. I expect Phillips to have another huge game. Looking at it on the other side, defensively, they've got lots of talent, but they just haven't produced anything lately. They're averaging about 162 yards. Uh, per game in rushing on average, uh, their defense is allowing 31st in the NFL. I got to imagine this will be a great opportunity for uh, Ryan Matthews and Mike Tolbert to go nuts. And I got to imagine this team is looking to get a little payback after getting uh, smacked around last year. Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we uh, need to go up there, just take care of business, be very businesslike and, uh, you know, you know, come out of there with a win. Um, They're on paper, Lauren, it, it's, it looks like a mismatch again. I mean, we have the running game back uh, against the 31st running de- uh, defense. You know, we got the physical defense that you brought up um, against a, a quarterback that's really a journeyman, you know, second stringer. Um, you know, wide receivers that run into each other like last year. <laughs> Remember that? Um, so, um, I mean, all in all, it looks like we should be able to go up there like we were supposed to win in Seattle, like we were supposed to win in KC. But uh, they're going to be fired up. I mean, you can tell right now because, I mean, we've had podcasts before against teams. And really, the Raider fans are the ones that come out and they, they, they listen to us. They listen to what's going on here. And, they, and the things we say on this show, Lauren, pisses them off that they want to call over and over again. So, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're fired up. Well, we all know what things happen on paper. We've been better on paper than other teams. You know what? It doesn't really make a rat's ass bit of difference, especially in a division game, you can take your paper and you can wipe your ass with it because that's what it's worth when you come to Oakland and play the Raiders and their house. 
I'm going to tell you guys, you ain't seen a defense like you're going to see on Sunday, brothers. But I definitely think the Chargers will be able to move the ball on this Raider defense. I think they're going to confuse them out there. It'll be frustrating. I think it's going to be a a, a good game for our, our running backs, Tolbert and, and Matthews. You know, I mean, if they even try to key on them, then uh, shoot, I don't even know what they're going to do with to Gates out there. Last time you came to Oakland, you thought you were going to be all that and a bag of chips. And our defense sacked Rivers. I can't remember how many times, maybe six times. We almost beat you out of the Coliseum, and we were the shittiest team in the history of the NFL, as you would say. So let's not get too cocky about your offense, because let me tell you, man, any given Sunday, and this given Sunday, just watch out. Rivers better be running for his life, because if they catch him, he's going down. Apparently, Raiders will be without Derek McFadden this week. Um so, uh, yeah. Supp- supposedly, he, they'll be without him. It's still a little up in the air. They do have Michael Bush, though, who's another little sledgehammer running back. So, not something I'd take for granted in that. Yeah, D-Mac might be out of the game. That's a fact. But I don't, let, don't even think that Michael Bush can't do the job. Bush has done the job. He's done it on you before. He's going to do it on you again on Sunday. Get ready for the hammer time. The Louisville slugger, Michael Bush. He's going to run. And he's going to run wild. I'm telling you guys, it's a divisional game. You're delusional. Just goes to show there's a little chink in your armor. That's right. You know what? Man, you got some injuries. We do too. Welcome to Oakland. I cannot wait for Sunday. And one thing I did want to mention, Lauren, that um, you know there is one kicker in NFL that I have even far more, far less confidence in. And that's uh, you know the kicker up in uh, in, in, in Oakland, Janikowski, because that guy, as strong as his leg is, dude, that guy just kicks it all over the park. So um, yeah, he's he's missed actually two game winners, and this is after he was rewarded with a huge contract to make him the richest kicker in the NFL. So could be much worse. Oh man! So there you go, Janikowski versus Kading. Hopefully, it won't be a, a field goal match because then God knows it might be a long game, but. Um, that, that, would, that would just be ironic, but at that point, I think I might just have to turn off the TV. <laughs> Let me tell you, Nate Keating has never seen a Super Bowl game, has he? Yeah. I don't think so. Jen Okowski has, and he's also been a damn good kicker for many years. And as a matter of fact, he kicks your kicker's ass in field goals over 50 yards by 3-1. to one. Check it out. I love Jen Okowski. He's our man. He's going to be fine. But uh, don't even compare him to Keating. It ain't me a comparison. Uh, we have one more call coming in here before we end the show, Lauren. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. It's Roman. Hey. hey, what's up, man? I wanted to issue out a challenge to all the Raiders fans since they think they know so much about football. Why don't next uh, season we have a Bolt Talk and your buddies Raiders um, podcast have a fantasy football league half and half and see who comes out on top? That's a good challenge. That'd be fun. I like that idea. Absolutely. And see who comes up on top. Yep. Well, all I can tell you, Charger Raider, is this. We've had a Raider Nation podcast fantasy football league for quite some time, thanks to Raider Mike. And let me tell you, man, we don't fuck around here on this show. We got great players with great fantasy expertise. I would love that you come down and we have a little fantasy football freakout. Because the Raider Nation, we'll be in your face, Pada. And we'll take the trophy as well. Any time. Let's get some predictions here in the chat room, guys. I'd love to hear what you guys think of the game. Lauren, how about you? 
I'm gonna go with twenty eight ten uh twenty and actually you know what twenty eight seven chargers. My guess is just again, I, I don't think they're gonna provide a lot of offensive firepower. They don't have the uh, the horses there, they don't have the uh the skilled players, and they don't have the offensive line. So I'm gonna say that the Chargers will do a pretty solid job. Though it won't be quite as dominating as years past. They'll do a pretty good job. I think it'll be a pretty tight game. Um maybe in the early goings, but then I think once the Chargers settle down heading into uh Halftime, they'll, they'll they'll get a lead. Uh, I think the Charter defense dominates. I don't think they allow them into the end zone. I mean, um, they'll they'll move the ball close enough for field goals. But I, I say the Chargers win this game, thirty-eight to nine. Sounds good. Uh, we got some more of them coming in. One trip Hudson, twenty-one-seven. Poway Slugger, twenty-four-twenty. One, uh, yeah, got one trip Hudson again. NFL Hall of Famer, thirty-five-ten. Chargers, Holy Bolt, thirty-two-seventeen. Chargers, Bolt Power, thirty-four-ten. Madelac, twenty-eight-nine. Rexy, thirty-five-nine. Uh, Calbear's Dad, thirty-one-ten. Uh, yep, that's just about all of them. It looks like. This is the funniest thing about your predictions. All you guys predicting the blowout, because that's what it sounds like. Sounds like a blowout to me. You guys expect it. You guys know it. You guys feel it. Well, guess what? The last time we played you, you thought it was a blowout too, and you should have seen your chat line. It was off the fucking hook. Oh, my God. What are we doing? Oh, my God. We're going to lose this game. We suck. We suck. We suck. Oh, the ship is sinking. Ah! Listen, you guys got about as much confidence as your team as you should. None. Trust me, as soon as you start to fold up like a cheap suit, we're going to put you away. And you're going to be eaten by moths. I'll tell you right now, the Raiders are not fucking around in the divisional game. We're not this team. We're not the team you saw last year. We're another team. Your team has been beat up. Our team's been beat up. It's going to come down to this. We got the home field. It might not be a full stadium. But it'll be full of real fans, not fictitious fans like the, <laughs> the Chargers home turf. It was cool to banter with you guys. It was really good. But just remember, this is the Raider Nation. And we don't fuck around here, partners. We don't dance around the light fantastic. And we're not lily white toast, if you know what I'm saying. So I just want you to know the Raider Nation podcast will be right back at you because we got another game. And we're going to see what happens in this game, and we'll see what happens in the next game. But remember, you thought you were going to beat the Chiefs, and guess what happened? Oopsie. <laughs> All right, Raider Nation, it's time for the bone line. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. Jump on the bone. Throw us a bone. Man, get it off your chest. I know people got to shout it out because uh, people are kind of bummed. Get it off here, man. You know, we need you to tell us, all of us, what you're feeling and how you feel about the team. What can we do to change this mess? I got my ideas. Let's hear yours. Who's first on the line? Oh, my good brother. Sounded a little bit bummed right now. Raider Steve from Las Vegas. That would be Sin City. Hey, Raider Greg, it's Raider Steve in Vegas. The Houston game's not over yet, but we're about to get fucking plowed. This is horrible, man, and uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna do it right now. I'm sorry, but the uh, season's over, man. It's the same thing as every year. I'm going to pull the plug now. I mean, of course, I'm going to follow it. I'm coming out to Oakland for the Chiefs game. 
it's going to be a casual thing for me now, though, man. I'm not going to base my whole week around it. It's not. It's just a game, and that's the way I'm going to have to look at it because this team, regardless of they've got all this immense talent, uh, but something's wrong, and I can't put my finger on it, and I'm just going to have to say it's coaching because I swear to God, if you had somebody like Gruden or Bilicic or any you know, a serious coach in here, we'd be kicking ass. We'd be 10-6 and six or something like that. And we're gonna about to to lose again. I didn't call last week because it was just too painful, man. I I can't handle this anymore. So I'm just gonna hang out with the wife on Sundays. I'm gonna make other plans, you know. If I see the game, I'm gonna see it. I can't stand to watch these guys lose anymore, man. It's been seven years. My dad, he didn't even come over this weekend because he said he couldn't bear to watch after last week's loss. And I can't handle it much more, man. I really can't. I keep waiting around for this turnaround to happen, and uh, it's not happening. And I don't think it's going to happen. We keep we're giving up all these huge runs, even though we made all these eff- all these great efforts to fix things in the defense, and it's not working. Um, it's a it's got to be a mental thing. You know, we've changed coordinators, we've changed head coaches, uh, and I I love Al Davis, and this is the first time I've ever said it or thought it. But it must come back to him, man. There's something wrong with this team, and we can't put our fingers on it, but there's something wrong. And I swear to God, there's one quarter left. I hope that things turn around, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. And, uh, hey, man, I'll see, you, I'll see you in a few weeks because I'll be there, but I'm just coming to party. I'm not, a, I'm not expecting the world like I used to, and it's only been four weeks, and that's a sad thing, man. So, uh, go Raiders. I'm out. Well, Raiders, Steve, I know I saw the game about where you are right now. It was 31 to 14, if I'm not mistaken. At the end of the third quarter, they pummeled us to the third quarter, and it looked like a rout, looked like a big-time beating. Ended up to be not too bad. Ended up to be we had yet another chance to win the game or at least tie the game. And it just tweeted away <laughs> like the sun did on the stadium. And the Seagulls came in, and that was the end of that. But our team has fight. has fight in it. I like it. you got to give these guys a chance to see what happens against San Diego because this is my make-or-break game, this one here. This divisional challenge will show who we really are. And then I'll see what happens after that. Then I might sound a little bit more. Like you do. I'm sorry that your pop feels that way too. But man, this is the game. This is the real game. Get together with your dad. Sit down, have a beer. Make this the game. Because it is. And now from my very good brother, Raider Tommy. New York Tommy, the rest of us. What's up, man? I'm fucking sick to my stomach. Hey, Juan Jorge, you on TV today, buddy. No one in your area probably saw it because the fucking black hole looked exactly like that. Black. There was nobody there to watch this fucking heartbreaking loss for the second time in a row. Michael Huff, get the fuck out of here. He sucks. Can someone show him a freaking tape on how to properly tackle somebody, especially a guy who's 220 pounds and running downhill? Why don't you try to tackle below the waist, buddy? Oh, I'm sick to my stomach. I'm sick to my stomach. And by the way, this is how New York Raider. Juan Jorge, so you repping. 
with the other 10,000 Raider fans that were there. Made me proud. As always, we lose a tie, Raider till I die. Peace. This is the game, brother. This is the game, Tommy. This divisional game against San Diego will be the make-or-break game for me. I think this is what it comes down to for us. Can we win the division? This is what this is what it's all about right here. Divisional games matter the very most, and this is where it has to happen. And I think it will happen. And if it doesn't happen, just remember, Colorado Chris has been calling you out, partner. You better get Tommy and Tommy, the Tommy brothers, to get on JetBlue and get their JetBlue asses up to Oakland. Colorado Chris, right in the house. The reason I'm here is to go after fucking New York Tommy Raider. That's what I'm going, you know. No, say it's not so. <laughs> oh, it's so. Well, his sister well, and I, his, Tommy his sister and I, we broke up. Oh, so it's just like you're just recycling her from time to time. Juan's with her now. Yeah. <laughs> Chris hooked me up with the digits, so uh, Tommy. Oh, dude. Dude. Tommy. Anyway, Tommy, we're here. Where are you? Where are, yeah, you? Where, are you? where are you? Where are you, Tommy? You, you are so 2007, man. We are here still As every fucking fact, year. Tommy and Tommy, you know, the guy with the tickets. Yeah, JetBlue yeah, guy. Get JetBlue, get your JetBlue ass up in the house up in here. Every year I'm here, right? He's right? here every year. Every, every year. year. We got him on tape. It's it's proven fact. Juan's here every game. Every game. Where are you, Tommy? Tommy. Fucking pussy, man. <laughs> pussy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Calling you out, man. <laughs> Great to hear from you, brother. Next on the line, we have Pheromone Raider from upstate New York, man. What's up? Raider Greg, this is Pheromone Raider from Rochester, New York, and the Texans game is over. And I got to warn you guys, this is going to be a long call because I have a lot to talk about. Our receiving core, Lewis Mur. Oh, I just dropped the call. Ooh, it's a Murphy dig. Yeah, he did miss some passes. Yeah, well, everybody had hands of stone in this game, and I wouldn't point a finger at Murphy just yet, but it was ugly. We needed guys to make some catches other than Zach Miller. Thanks for the call. It's pretty funny. He dropped the call. It's just like you dropped the ball. Next, we have a dramatic ending from a dramatic beginning. Um, I guess it's... It's dramatic, I know that. It's Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here. As my life force is slowly draining from my body, I just finished slicing both my fucking wrists because what's the point of going on as a Raider fan right now with this pathetic fucking excuse of a team we put out there? We resorted back to the same old Raiders on defense not tackling anyone. Offense, our only weapon being one of our running backs and our tight end. We finally get a decent quarterback, and we have a bullshit line to protect him. And before I <coughs> continue and let the last warming blood of my body fall and become a puddle on the floor, I have to ask myself, 
why don't we go back to playing defense like we did in the preseason? Trevor Scott at linebacker. Matt Shaughnessy at his place defensive end. Get Quentin Groves, no tackling ass, off the field. Somebody fucking bench Huff. Put Mitchell in there. Do something. I'm sorry, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I've tried to fight the good fight. It's time for a long slumber now. Sprinkle some dust on my bones to add to the dust they're going to rot into. And when we win another Lombardi trophy, I'll maybe come back to life. Yes, I went from one extreme to another extreme, but I'm just fucking done. (laughs) Obi-Wan, the force is strong within you. I know you can come back. At least, at the very least, for the Charger game, because I'll be joining you under the oxygen tent if we lose this one, partner. Next, we have my good brother from Chico, Raider Mike. This guy is so cool. If you come to the Coliseum, you got to party with Mike. Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike calling into the phone line again. My thoughts on that loss to the Houston Texans was basically I thought we uh, fixed that run defense. I thought we drafted well for it, and I really felt we addressed that problem, and clearly uh, we didn't. We allowed the Houston Texans to run all over us, and we're always good for one bust to play a game, it seems like, that 74-yard touchdown run by Foster. That really screwed us over too so it just seems like um we can not quite move forward but we are moving forward it feels like you know we're getting closer but you know as long as that offensive line plays like the way they do i i just don't see us you know winning very many games this year really surprised to see that the stadium was only half filled for the second home game of the season i mean i know it's just houston texans but I mean, come on, that 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 was a that was pitiful. I mean, Jamarcus Russell left. I mean, there's no real reason not to come to the games. I, I travel as far as I do every single week. There's no reason for people who live there locally can't go to the games. But all you gotta say is next week against the Chargers. Uh, to me personally, that that's our Super Bowl. I mean, we cannot lose 14 in a row to that team. We have to beat that team, and it's our season. I mean, we go one and four, and our season is officially probably dead. It's on the borderline dead, but now, but I really feel like that that Charger game is is everything, and I feel like we can beat that team. So next week is is just huge. But anyway, good to see you guys there, and uh, yeah, keep your head up, Brain Nation. You know, we're we're taking baby steps, but. At least we're taking steps forward. We're not going backward like we did with Jamarcus. Base. Yeah, well, the Coliseum was bleak. It's getting more bleak every game. It looks like preseason. And it's a terrible thing to see. It's terrible. It's heart-wrenching remembering our championships, our AFC West Divisional Championship games, and how packed it would be, and... It was fun, a lot of energy, and right now, man, it's just low energy because the team's playing like it is. We're making baby steps, but I don't agree with going backwards because our defense, something is going on with our defensive scheme. It's not the players as much as it is the play caller. 
Uh, our defense blows, and I don't think it's our players. I think it's our defensive coordinator. Coaching. Next, my good brother, Raider23. Check this guy out, man. He's got the wisdom. He's working it. What's up, Raider Nation? It's uh, Raider23. I'm um, just calling about the Texans game. Rolando McLean. Uh, he got beat up pretty badly. Um, you know, I blame a lot of the running that they, the, you know, the Texans did on Rolando McLean. He didn't play very well. I mean, for a middle linebacker, only getting six tackles, it's not too great. But he is a rookie, so we got to kind of just live with it because he'll be better on offense. Uh, I'm pretty sick of seeing Darius Hayward Bay. Uh, on every single offensive drive because he sucks. He still sucks. I don't care what anyone says. I know he's had a pretty good um, last couple of weeks, but a lot of his catches are just like, you know, 10 and curls. You know what I mean? You just you run a 10-yard, and then you turn around, and then the quarterback will throw it there. I mean, you don't see him catching anything deep. You don't see him going across the middle very often. Um, I'd really like to see Nick Miller in there. Uh, he has had the past two uh, preseasons. He's done uh, exceptionally well. I'd like to see him play a little, a little slot because we need help at receiver. Um, Lewis Murphy's good, but he's not clear number one. And Chad, I don't know what's going on with Chad Schillings, but I'd really like to see him come back soon. Uh, I haven't heard you know, when he'll be back or anything, but we, we need him bad because Lewis Murphy's our only option on offense, and he's clear. It's clear that he's not a number one considering that drop he had towards the end of the game. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see Nick Miller in there. I think he'll do pretty well. Uh, it'll give uh, the offense, you know, another spark that, uh, you know, just like Bruce Krykowski gave. McFadden's a beast. Uh, he's had another good game, you know, over 100 yards in the first half. But then again, he got hurt. Uh, his right hand, I guess, he's day-to-day. You know, I'd like to see him back on the field ASAP. If not, we got Michael Bush, who I love. I'd like to see Michael Bush on the rock a little bit. Bruce Krakowski played a pretty decent game. He threw two picks, but only one of them was his fault. So uh, next week we're playing the Chargers, and I want to see them kick the fucking shit out of them because I hate the Chargers. So go Raiders! I agree, man. I haven't said it, but you're totally right. Uh, Darius Hayward Bay should be off the field more than he's on the field. They got to get Johnny Lee Higgins more in there. And Nick Miller, I like that guy, man. He's quick. He's fast. He's hard to see for those tall guys. And he makes great... uh, he does a great job, man. Preseason guys all around. Uh, his routes are crisp, and we gotta just shake it up there in the receiving court because they're double teaming um, Murphy when they have to. They're trying to hit uh, Zach Miller double team too. We should have people open, and we don't. And the right receiver core definitely needs some work. We need shorter passes. We need relief passes. We need passes out of the backfield to our our uh, fullbacks and running backs. But, man, the way they got this set up, I'm telling you, it's coaching, man. This is coaching. This is not the player's fault. This is the decisions by the coaching staff. Yeah.
I love this next caller, man. Raider Frank. He was always stealth. He'd show up at the tailgate at a moment's notice. <laughs> there he'd be standing. Raider Frank. All right, brother. Shout it out. Raider Greg and Randy, how you guys doing? This is Raider Frank. Just want to leave a little comment about the game, which made me sick. And, uh, you know, I've been reading this, uh, the Bleacher blog, I think it's called, you know, calling for the firing of cable. You know, I just think it's it's time we, we change our ways a little bit, and hopefully Al, it's not that I like cable. I don't think he's going to be the coach of the future, but I think we need to leave him in there for consistency, just to have things going, you know, the way they should for a season, at least, for a whole season. I don't think uh, bringing the offensive coordinator and putting him as a head coach is going to do anything because now he's going to have to run an offense and run a team. Leave him where he's at. Let Cable coach a team. They're not making the greatest decisions, but for consistency's sake, let's see what we can do and uh, eke out some wins, I guess. Anyway, the play calling, they changed it up. This game, the offensive line still sucked. Defensive line was still no pressure. We held them, you know, close until halftime, but, uh, you know, they came back and made adjustments in the second half, like any team is supposed to make adjustments in the second half, Texans did. And, uh, you know, they did what they were supposed to. They came out and dominated us. Let's uh, let's see what we can do against the Chargers. Chargers uh, have been an up-and-down team this year, too. And uh, let's kick some ass. Let's go out there, and hopefully they can kick some ass. Raider Frank out. No pressure is an understatement. All game long, Schaub could sit that there and smoke a cigar, have a sandwich, sit on the couch, and throw a pass. No pressure at all. No sacks at all. And, uh, well... I think that was the game. The game was a defense. The offense put up some points. The defense needs better coaching. <laughs> That's it. Next, we have the Oracle of Orlando, Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. The guy knows his shit. Check it out. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I just wanted to tell you, that you guys are doing a great job as always. Too bad the Raiders aren't. This is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. I wanted to wait till the Houston game to get a better take on the direction of the season. Like I told you guys, I'm kind of laying low. Uh, Here's my take. You guys know what pyrite is, right? Of course you do. You're in 40 Winer country. For the rest of us, pyrite is fool's gold, which sums up the season so far. Looks good, but when you go to cash it in, it ain't worth nothing. Remember the hopes and promises of preseason? Jason Campbell was taking us to the playoffs. The D looked great. Sacks all over the place. Then the season started. Time to cash in that gold. Jason Campbell benched in week two. Third-ranked rusher in the league, D-Mac, 
Uh, I pulled my hammy. Second-ranked defense, yeah, uh, when you're facing St. Louis and Arizona. Remember I said don't believe the hype? What's up with McStain, as in Dudu? I mean, uh, you know, McLean, he's only a rookie. We have the highest-paid kicker in the league. And uh, what happened a week ago? You know, was that uh, DHB or Lewis Murphy that dropped the pass yesterday near the end of the game? They are playing hard, and they do look different, but we're getting the same results. Don't let that fool you. We do have some gold. Namdi is the best, without question. Zach Miller is the man. Ten catches, 11 catches yesterday for 122 yards. He's the man. Shane Leckler, that goes without saying he's the best. Richard Seymour is ripping people's heads off this year. And let me say a little something about Gukowski. He's freaking made of steel. But that knucklehead better learn to slide or he'll be on the bench too for different reasons. Maybe we can turn this pyrite into some real gold, but only if these guys start digging harder. That's my take. Take care. And go Raiders. That's a very nice summation of the season thus far, my friend. I can't disagree at all with your takes. I do think we need to switch up a little bit on the wide receivers, uh, throw some different people out there, and see what can happen. We got nothing to lose, uh, but this next game is the game. And if they don't dig deep in this game, well, it is what it is. Next, we have D Raider from the Inland Empire, man. That's south. That's like Riverside County. Very cool. What you got to say, man? Raider Greg, this is D Raider calling from California. I'm down here in the Inland Empire Monday morning, and I am just a little bit perturbed with uh, some of the play we're getting out there. We got running game galore, we can run the ball. Uh, Gladikowski, you know, he's serviceable. But to be honest, he looked like fucking Jamarcus Russell out there yesterday. Two interceptions, two fumbles. I mean, when he does uh, leave the pocket, he gets his fucking head blasted. I don't know what happened between game uh, two to second or game one when he came in there at halftime and now. But, I mean, let's be real. His fucking quarterback rating has got to be dropping as fast as the goddamn Dow Jones under George Bush. I don't know what we do, but, you know, I, 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 granted, the fucking receivers, I think your boy Hayward Bay had an offer yesterday, a fat goose egg. Receivers aren't, aren't, aren't getting open. All we got is a tight end, two running backs, you know. Uh, we got to get more out of our quarterback than that. And I, you know, I know a lot of people are up on Glad, and I like him. But let's be real, we're not gonna win shit with a fucking seventy fucking quarterback rating. And I, you know, come on, let's be real. This guy has got to, he's got to, he's got to fucking make it happen. He did it one quarter, one half. We've been close. Janikowski sucked like a fat ass last week, and uh, luckily we didn't have to depend on his fat ass this week. You know what I'm saying? I think it's time we, we let's take an honest look. We got good tight end. We got hellacious uh, running backs. 
our receivers suck fucking booty. And uh, Glaskowski, I mean, you're going to have to step that, that shit up. You're, we're not going to win getting a half of Eli fucking out of this guy. We need some Peyton. I'm, I'm real with this. Raider D's out. Well, Raider D, I got to disagree with you, my brother. There's never been a quarterback as horrific as Jamarcus Russell, so don't even put Gradkowski in that category. Uh, Russell was the softest person I've ever seen on a football field from any position. The wind had blow, he'd fall down and fumble the football. Gradkowski's doing the best he can with that offensive lineman. You want someone to get pissed off at, get pissed off at Mario frickin' pain-in-the-ass hemorrhoid Anderson. That's the guy to get pissed off at. Yes, we have bad wide receivers, too. Gretkowski can only do so much, man, but Miller's doing a great job because Grad's getting the ball. Getting the ball out to our wide receivers is hard because they got Darius Hayward, my hands of stone, Bay, still out there. They should pull his goat-smelling ass onto the bench and give somebody else. Nick Miller, another caller had that suggestion. I think that's a great idea. Mix it up. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. I guess... A uh, good old Hugh want to make sure that uh, he don't lose any more than he wins. I don't know what that's all about, but I don't like his play calling, and I don't like his, his uh, personnel uh, selections on the field myself, and that's my take on it. I don't think it's Grad's fault at all. Thank you for the call, my brother. We have my man, Juan Jorge. He's up in the house. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Juan Jorge calling in. Just give him a few thoughts on the game. And let's just be real here. 249 yards rushing on the ground, you're never going to win. Plain, simple, cut and dry. Yet, we were still in the game at the end. We had a huge, huge drop on 4th and 16 by Lewis Murphy. Shit happens. It is what it is. He was a little banged up. No excuse. He should have caught the ball. He didn't. Oh, well... I mean, this shit happens. It felt like we were out of the game, even though we were still in it. But we still had a chance to win it, and we flat out did it. We got San Diego. Man, if there's one fucking game that I want to win, it's this one. I hate these bastards. I cannot fucking stand the Chargers. I'm sure if any Raider fan likes the Chargers, you bring them to me. So I, 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 we know what this game means. It's huge for us. We need to win it, period. Um, and uh, i got to give a little shout-out um, to Dave Chapman. Lost a bet to him. And um, uh, this stings a little bit, but <laughs> he owns me in fantasy football. Come on, Juan. Let's hear it again. Just be a bit more convincing. Let's hear it again. <laughs> he owns me in fantasy football. So, Juan, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Dave Chapman. So, who owns you, Juan? Plain, simple, cut and dry. Dave Chapman owns me in fantasy football. Yeah. Hi, Randy, Greg, and uh, the rest of the Raider Nation podcast. Uh, this is uh, Dave Chapman from the UK. Uh, just thought I'd give the bone line a ring. Um, we had another disappointing loss at the weekend. And to be totally honest with you, I can't see us, you know, changing our fortunes for a couple more seasons yet. 
Um, me and Keith, the Crusader Raider, we're going to be coming over again this year in November for the KC game. And we're really looking forward to that. So we're looking forward to catching up with everyone. And if you, um, any guy, any listeners, or the usual guys, Mike, Juan, everyone else, if you come over and uh, come and say hello, come and meet us, that'd be great. It'd be lovely to see you. Um, and also, we'll be going to be attending the uh, Belitnikov Foundation. Um, it's normally a crab feed. Um, it's for a really good cause. And um, it's, it's say normally it's a crab feed, but this year they're going to go with something different. It's going to be a Monte Carlo night. Um, I think the tickets are $130 each. I know they're a little bit steep. It's a little bit expensive, but as I say, it's for a really, really good cause. And they generally are fantastic nights. And again, we'll be there. And hopefully Randy Gregg and the Charmaniac will be there. We can't wait to see her. Um, and as I say, just, just give them a call and um, book your ticket and it'll be great to see you. Um, we would also like to, I would also like to thank uh, Raider Mike for um, setting up the uh, Raider Nation Fantasy League. It's great fun being involved in that on a Sunday night. It really enhances it. Helps uh, getting over the Raiders normally losing. Um, so that's, that's quite good, quite fun to be in. Um, we had week four last week, and I managed to beat one, beat his team again, yet again. In fact, I think that's three times in a row I beat his team, including one of those was last year's semi-final. I got to the final, um, but I'll let him tell you all about that. I'll let you know. I'll let him explain about that. Dave Chapman lost a bet to him, and um, uh, this stings a little bit, but. <laughs> He owns me in fantasy football. But, you know, just I do own him a bit. I do own him. I am his daddy. Um, anyway, regards to this week's game against the Chargers, they're going to be showing it live in the UK. So that'll be good to watch. I just hope that we really do put on a show, put, just put on a bit of a show. And, you know, we can't afford to lose to them again. Um, God knows how many times that's in a row. But uh, it's just getting getting a bit embarrassing there. So hopefully we can turn it round and uh, you know that's that's ears and let's go, let's go Raiders. Okay, take care and we'll see you in November. Cheers, bye. Yeah, well, <laughs> in the third quarter when they started blowing us away, I thought they were going to run away, and they didn't. And we did get a chance, but I'm sick of those fucking games. I'm sick to my ass of just barely almost possibly winning and then not. That's some bullshit. And this Raider fan is freaking sick of it. And uh, we better win this fucking game against the Chargers. That's all I got to say. Next, we have wisdom that only comes from Double X Raider. Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. It's Double X Raider. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, I'm calling after the game, and uh, I think the key thing here is we need to change. We need to change our scheme defensively. I don't think we're game planning against the team. And when I say this, I think we, we have a style of defense that we play that we're going to play that no matter what you do. And in today's NFL, that's just not going to work, man. we gotta we got to change the way we play defense. 
and kind of the way we play offense. Um, as far as defense goes, we're not making those halftime adjustments like we need to, or maybe not. we're not making enough of them like we need to, and uh, still getting our ass pushed in on the run game. And when you ask athletes, man, everybody in the brother says, oh, we got all the talent in the world. But if you don't scheme correctly with that talent and you don't use that talent to the fullest, it doesn't matter who we have back there. We could have 15 Ray Lewis's, but if we're playing in the wrong position, we're playing in the wrong scheme, it's not going to matter. And the same thing on offense. You know, if we watched the game Sunday, I think we heard, the, at least I heard the wide receiver's name, I think, I think maybe three times the whole game. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So that means instead of running those deep routes all day long, straight down the sideline trying to use that speed, they need to go or adapt to more of a West Coast offense, a lot of more slants, that 10-yard run, 10-yard run, maybe you throw a deep ball every now and then, but get some consistency in that offense. We that's that's I think that's the biggest killer right now in our offense is we don't have those slant patterns that they eat up 10 yards at a shot, 15 yards at a shot, 5 yards at a shot, or just throwing it to the wideout that's got the, the defender 10 yards off of him. You know, we got to do more plays like that to move the ball. Now, we're moving the ball pretty good offensively, but I think that would be the key uh, to make our offense more consistent and make us make other teams play us more honest, honestly, instead of just trying to you know stop our run game and 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 knowing that our, our pass offense is suspect. Uh, I think we do that, we'll be good to go, and it won't matter who's the quarterback because if Greg Kelsey keeps running like he's running without sliding, he won't land us two more games. And once again, we need to get rid of that damn Mario Henderson. That motherfucker needs it to go. We need another. We need somebody on the left side that can play. You know, just because he doesn't let to give up a sack, you know, for two quarters does not make him the answer. You know, we didn't really address the offensive line in the, in the off season to the point we needed to, where we could get a, a starter in there on that left side to protect the blind spot. But maybe it's maybe it's gonna come. You know, I don't I don't know. But that's that's one thing I think we need to fix as well. But the other thing is. And I hate to say this, but coaching. You know, we our coaches seem to be lacking in the coaching department. <laughs> you know, our defensive coordinator he may have all the knowledge in the world, man, but if he can't if he can't get it to his players, or if he's out of date, man, it's, it's not going to work. And you look at that sorry ass Kansas City, three and zero, but look at their coaches, Cromel, uh, that other motherfucker from North Spain. You know, those guys are pretty good coaches, and they came out of New England. So those guys seem to be doing a whole lot more with a whole lot less. And that's my other thing. We need to we need to do something with coaches. I think Cable, man, looks like he's on his last leg, man. I don't know, but, I, you know, he, it may be a good thing, man. Maybe just get a better a better style of coach, man. But we got to do something, man. I'll try to get this call in because, you know, he seems to be popping these podcasts out a little faster than normal. <laughs> Which is a good thing, brother. Which is a good thing. Also, man, I'm coming down to the San Francisco game in about two weeks, man. So I hope we can hook up, man. Show me how the how the Raider Nation does it on the West Side. All right, Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, you're doing a wonderful job, man. Keep it up. This is Double X Raider, and I'm out. It's exactly what I've been saying the last two weeks. Is our coaching staff blows? They do not make halftime adjustments. I'm not the only fan who sees that. They don't even make game time adjustments at all. 
We have the same plays, the same guys on the field, nothing fancy, nothing at all imaginative. It is very blah, blah, you know, white toast football. It's not even imaginative. We got to do something different, man, especially on defense. We got the talent, but they're not using it. I think uh, the defensive coordinators, he's got to go because he's a million years old. He's following Al Davis's cover man-on-man defense, four-man front. Let's set. You know, Al must have forgotten in his old age that the that the uh, three-four was the defense. We went to the Super Bowl with the three-four. We didn't have the four-three back then. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but they're not doing the right job, and it shows in the score. Thanks for the call, my brother. It's always good. We will see you in San Francisco. Get on the the uh, website. Shoot me an email so I can give you my phone number. We can uh, get on out there and hook up and party. You know what I'm saying? Should be fun. Last but never least, my very good brother, Rada Oh from Indy. Oh, check it out, man. The guy's got some passion. He's got some positive energy, and you got to feel it from this man. Hey guys, this is Raider Ho from Indio. It's on. This week it is on. AFC West Division game against the Nutless Bolts. We need a W on this game, guys. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than going over to the in-laws' house and listening to the powder blue and gold piss ants cheer up their team. Raider Nation, let's represent in our home stadium Let's make it loud. Rivers cannot stand loud stadiums. Let's put Nandi on gates, double-team gates, shut gates down, and let's just get this shit together and let's get a W now. Now is the time. Uh, I did fail to tell you folks that I was sitting in ER with my daughter, uh, not feeling well, and we were getting the game via cell phone. And let me tell you how much of a Raider fan my daughter is. She was in bed, not feeling well, at the ER, keep on asking me, hey, Dad, what's the score? Hey, Dad, what's the score? Well, unfortunately, we didn't win that game. She's a little heartbroken, but she's got over it. She's feeling a lot better back at home, attending school. So, Raiders, let me go tell you what to do. You guys pick yourselves up. Get your shit together. We have Raider fans out here that are rooting their asses off for you guys, and you guys show up and lay eggs. All right, let's get it going. Let's get it done. Now is the time. There is a man telling you like it is, man. He's there, down there in India, way south, rooting for the Raiders. I'm telling you, man, if you're going to the game, if you're even thinking of going to the game, put your ass in the seat. The Raider Nation needs to show up big on this game. It's a divisional game. It's the big time, man. This is what we got to be. If we beat anybody, we got to beat these mofos in our own house for the Raider Nation, man. Come on. If you're even thinking about thinking about going to the game, get down there. 35 bucks, maybe. I think $38. You can sit. Have some beers. Sit with the nation. Cheer on your team. Get out there, man. We need you. We need the loud and proud Raider Nation in the house. That's what I'm talking about. This is going to be a very tough contest for this team. 
They got to show up, man. They got to show up big time. We got to give them all the 12th man could give them. We're going to do it. We're going to rise to the occasion. We just hope and pray that our team does as well. Well, that's it. That's all I got to say. This is Raider Greg, and I am Hope. I hate the Chargers and the Broncos. Buckle down, buckle down, that's how it goes. Back in my hood, and I'm all raided up. Throwing up my click, cause I don't give a what. We do the wrong, wrong. From city to city, we do the wrong, wrong. Straight 51, 50, we do the wrong, wrong. This is gangsta on mine, we do the wrong, wrong. I'm a Raider for life, we do the wrong, wrong. From city to city, we do the wrong, wrong. Straight 51, 50, we do the wrong, wrong.